welcome to ArchiSpeak, a podcast about all things architecture. My name is Neil Pan. Join me and my co-hosts, Evan Troxell and Cormac Phelan, every other week as we explore what it is like to work in the profession of architecture. Have you ever worked with an architect? Have you ever wanted to be an architect? Maybe you're in school and you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Or perhaps you know exactly what it is like as you've been working in the profession for a long time and you know that the more things change, the more they stay the same. Or maybe, just maybe, you're planning on changing the world. Join us as we have a casual conversation about all things architecture. It's time for some Arcuspeak. Welcome to episode 105 of the Arcuspeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell. And I'm Cormac Phelan. And this episode of Arcuspeak is sponsored by Arcat. Check out all the features they offer over at arcat.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about 2016. And what a great year it was, right, Cormac? It was an uh, absolute dumpster fire. <laughs> I mean, right. no, no, it was great, great. Yeah, great. Ending with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. All right. So wait, wait. Be- <laughs> Before we get into 2016 and a little recap of the Arcuspeak year, one of our listeners wanted to hear our thoughts on a new Architect movie trailer. Specifically, the movie's called The Architect. I think it's kind of a straight-to-video sort of release, because it's going to air Friday, December 23rd on TMC, according to the IMDb listing that I'm looking at here. So, we just watched this trailer. Um, Guys, what do you think? It's about what everybody else seems to think architects are, but is kind of the point of why we do the show, is to kind of dispel this myth or mythos and this arrogant egotistical architect yeah it's it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's got a lot of good stuff going on there i i have respect for filmmakers and people who make independent films and i think that it's it's just like architecture it's a ton of work but just looking at the trailer there doesn't seem to be a lot of redeeming value for architects oh yeah yeah. i'm trying to keep an open mind it's (laughs) it's made a caricature of us yeah, I, I think I might forego watching the actual movie and rewatch either Yoga Hosers or Tusk from uh, <laughs> Kevin Smith. <laughs> Instead. Instead. Uh, wow, that, that's that's saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> those are an acquired taste, but at least you know you know you're going into it as a parody of everything. We have to be able to laugh at ourselves, right? And there's definitely some some truth to the i mean they, they there's a frank gary line right in the oh, trailer yeah yeah absolutely so that so yeah we've got to be able to laugh at ourselves and so I, I i'm sure i would if i had cable i would i would watch it but just to just to see what it's all about but i don't have cable either so maybe maybe i'll have to bootleg it somehow i'll probably watch the thing <laughs> <laughs> and of course they have to throw in the the love interest the architect falls in love with the wife of his client I think right? he's more in love with his with his own designs than oh, okay. well, well there's see. there's a little yeah there's something <laughs> alluded to there in the trailer so i like i like it when the contractor said he's not going to lose the money on the on the house because of the architect's incompetence incompetence that was awesome <laughs> that is, that's and, true and we've yeah. said that a few times in the opposite as well you know yeah 
So, you know, it's, it's, we have to be able to take it if we give it right. It'll be interesting. You know, we'll, we'll watch it, you know, we'll watch the, uh, the full movie and maybe come back and kind of make comment on it because it'll be interesting to kind of see with an open mind. There's our disclaimer there with an open mind. What, what's kind of like grounded in reality. I mean, because, you know, we know architects like that, that, uh, seem to be a parody of the, just their own demeanor as a parody of what everybody else thinks architects really are. So, I mean, it may, you know, it's probably not too far off, but we're just unwilling to admit it. (laughs) Right. Well, go over to the IMDb page for it and uh, we'll put this in the show notes, but let's, let's dissect the poster a little bit here because I'm looking at the poster right now and it's a very bad looking poster but if we look at the symbology in the poster there's uh the the married couple is a compass and it is uh what's funny to me about that is that the design of the house is uh is is definitely radial in in manner so so this makes sense so far right got the compass on the on the cover and uh it's it's the husband on one side and the wife on the other which is is kind of the stereotype, right? If people who go through this process of designing a house, it it puts a lot of strain on the on the relationship, and and it's something that some couples never even live through because it everybody fights through the whole the whole process, right? So that's the the symbology. It seems to me they're trying to to get across, and and I guess the architect is holding the compass like he's the one who's dividing them um, with his. I guess with his design and with the way that he he's working with them. That's that's what I'm getting out of the poster here and and from watching the trailer. I see it more as he's manipulating them. Yeah, well, I guess. Right, cuz he's 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 got the top of the compass and it looks like he's maneuvering it like he's the architect, the one kind of manipulating either the design or their relationship or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, but it's a pretty bad looking poster, right? This is not good. Yeah. It doesn't bode well. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, that's probably enough. That's probably enough for now. We'll we'll watch it on the the twenty third or later, and uh, we'll, maybe we'll we'll revisit and talk about yeah. how how bad it really was. Yeah. Or 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 after the twenty third, if you've watched it, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or on our Facebook account, and uh, let us know what you thought of it. Sounds good. All right, so guys, we normally do uh, at the end of the year a kind of a recap episode of of the year. So let's let's go back to Cormac's dumpster fire. No, wait, our our season, our year wasn't a dumpster fire. Here we had a lot of milestones that we hit, like like well, remind us because our memories are poor. Sure. <laughs> well, I jotted down a few. I know that we're all we're all our minds are tip top shape at the end of the year. It's not like we've been working very hard on projects. It's always yeah. like the end of the year where where things are just cruise control, right? Absolutely, right. <laughs> aren't you guys aren't taking the rest of the year off? Right, the right last couple of weeks. No, the the better question is how many submissions, whether it's um, schematic design or like say permitting. Are you trying to get crammed in before the end of the year so you can say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm next week. I got it in at the end of the year. We're good. <laughs> yeah. I have a project being submitted next Monday or the the day after this episode airs." So yeah, yeah, I got two. 
I had said this today in the office and I'm like, here's what we're doing. We are rushing to say that we met our schedule and that we were going to get it in before the end of the year. We're getting it in before the end of the year, but they are not going to look at it until they get back from vacation at the beginning of the year. Well, not even then. And not even then, you know, because <laughs> it, it takes a little while to kind of get back into the swing of things after a long vacation. And we could either, A, in my case, probably have kept working on it and made it just that much better or not had to kill ourselves, you know, whatever. Well, well, Cormac, I don't know about you, but in California, we have a code change coming up at the January 1. So, Oh, you guys are racing to get submitted under the old code. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so that that's what's happening here. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the show. Let's let's uh, I mean, one of the top things I had down here was we hit 100 episodes this year and it was like a 2-hour blockbuster actually. We hit our 100th, but not this year, right? I mean, this this is 4 years in the making. That's correct. Yeah, so don't don't take us for uh, pumping out a hundred episodes in a year. People were not that that good, um, or we're not that dedicated either. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we hit our hundredth episode, and that was kind of a milestone, at least in number. It was a good episode too. You'd finally get an opportunity after four years to sit down with you know Bob and Bob Borson, uh, life of an architect, and um, sit down and figure out what's the magic behind his uh, successful blog and what's the uh, magic behind our uh, podcast. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was. And I, it was a nice, really, and I always kind of bill our show as a behind the scenes of what the profession's like, and that was kind of a meta behind the scenes. It, it was, these, yeah. These two things that we do that contribute to the profession of architecture. So I think that was... It was definitely interesting to do. I hope our audience found it interesting to listen to. And I know we did get some some comments that, that said just that. But uh, it was it was definitely a fun episode. And it was definitely our, I think it was our longest episode. If not, it was very close. It was our longest we've had so far, yeah. At least the longest that we've put out. I mean, we've, we've yeah. recorded many, many, many hours that have never been published, but... But that was all in in a final episode that went out. That was about two hours, I think. So yeah, we've had our two longest episodes this year. We had a, another one that was um, post the AIA convention with some interviews that we did. That oh, was yeah, about yeah. an hour and forty minutes long, I think. That was definitely the second longest. Yeah, that was a milestone for you, Neil. I mean, that was your your. You bit off a lot editing that one. Wasn't his editorial debut? That's right. Um, I don't think it was. No, I don't think it was an editorial debut. I think I did the one just before that. Oh, okay. I'm going to get back to that episode. But yeah, that that was a big episode. That was a lot of fun being... Well, first off, I mean, we went to the AIA convention for the second year in a row and actually got a chance to see... Quite a few listeners and, and people that I think we call friends now, certainly, that have followed us through the social media for a number of years and that we've had an opportunity to now meet uh, several times at events like the AIA convention. 
And that was that was a blast. And this year, being in Philadelphia was was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That was it was awesome. And we had our friend John Cruz, who gave a, was the best tour guide, and we got to see oh, a yeah. lot of the city uh, from an insider's perspective, which was very cool. I mean, overall, I think that the convention itself was was just fantastic. There was there was so much to see and do, and to like you said, Neil, meet up with all of these people who we've known for for years, and there was something going on all the time. And I, I felt like it was definitely kind of a a get together of of epic proportions. And so that's why I think we've talked about this during the convention episodes, but that's what makes the conventions worthwhile. And I I feel like it's that aspect to it, the the camaraderie that we have built up based on social media platforms and the podcast and different blogs and stuff going on, that it really makes it uh, that community and, and meeting people face-to-face uh, from that community who we kind of participate with in a digital manner throughout the rest of the, the year is really, really fun. And, and, it, it just puts a lot of meaning behind what we what we do all year so that we when we get together it, it's it's just a really like a great sense of camaraderie it's fun i think that uh it if, if you haven't been to a convention uh, and you have been talking with people uh within our architecture community on twitter it's definitely worth going and hanging out i mean that's really you get a lot out of it by doing that absolutely in places like that i mean i love that the convention, at least this last year, is, you know, in a nice historic town center or city center that's got rich history from the 1700s all the way to more modern buildings with, like, the museums and things like that that we had to go to. And, and, and everything was in, within walking distance. And just that right there alone, to me, was equally as important as everything that you'd mentioned uh, so, you know, I, I had a blast. I loved it. Yeah, I have reservations about Orlando for that reason. <laughs> I do too. I mean, Philly and Atlanta in the last two years have been very walkable, very much uh, about uh, experiencing the city. And so uh, I kind of like this, uh, the architect movie, I have reservations <laughs> about Orlando <laughs> as well. Depends on which Orlando. There is the very car-centric suburban Orlando that spread out is so spread out and doesn't necessarily have rich architectural history and everything else and so the the problem there is is that to go and see some of the things you've got to jump in a car and you've got to drive around and that kind of starts to disconnect you from what's going on like I guess uh, convention wide but if they do go into downtown Orlando and kind of go that route, I mean, there's, it's been a while since I've been in downtown Orlando, so maybe it's changed. There's a good sense of community and walkability, but I don't really know if there's a lot of like, you know, oh my God, look at this building or oh my God, look at that building. It's just kind of there. Yep. Yeah, I think, uh, well, let, let's just take a break real quick here and let's talk about somebody who we've seen at the conventions and who we always love, love checking in with. Uh, I've seen these guys at quite a few places now, and that is RCAT. And you guys all know RCAT because they continue to be a sponsor of ArcaSpeak. And, and so, uh, again, thanks to RCAT for sponsoring this show. We're all pretty busy, and sometimes we feel like we could use another hand to help out. Would you like someone to draw CAD details for you, create BIM objects, or write specifications? 
How would you like all of that for free? RCAT is your answer, and RCAT has already done all of this work for you. Search the RCAT libraries for CAD, BIM, specs, catalogs, videos, and more. All this content created for you for free, and no registration is required. So you can stop registering on sites for content. You can just come to RCAT and find everything that you need. RCAT's created their website. It's devoted to you, the building professional, to find product information fast and hassle-free. So check out RCAT today at ARCAT.com. And don't forget, you can provide feedback on their site. There's a button on the right side of every page. And so if you have a suggestion to make RCAT better, you can just click the feedback button and let them know and tell them that ArcaSpeak sent you. Thanks, RCAT, and to the entire family over there at RCAT for sponsoring this episode of ArcaSpeak. Since we're talking about the convention and RCAT, is being able to actually meet a sponsor of the show kind of face-to-face yeah, it's awesome. and, and see what they're doing and how passionate they are about what they're doing and the service that they provide. It's very inspiring to myself and being able to actually get to meet them just, just kind of make is real special. Yeah. So definitely appreciate them sponsoring the show and, and it's, it's great fun to be able to see them. And I, didn't you also see them in Vegas recently? Yeah. Saw them at the Autodesk University show also. Right. Saw some really cool stuff that they're working on, which is a lot different than what, what they've been working on in the past. So I'm really excited when they, when they finally announce it. I'm going to be very excited to see what our audience thinks about it. Can't wait to talk about it. I know, right? Yeah, it's going to be great. You alluded earlier that I had edited a show, and Cormac, you've also taken a shot at editing some Arcuspeak episodes this year, too, so that's kind of new for both of us. In between computer crashes, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a few little, uh, few little hiccups, but... Technical challenges are part of the, part of the game. <laughs> Almost every time we use Skype. <laughs> yep. But I think one of the first episodes, since you alluded to it earlier, I think was episode 92... The episode that had the most comments of any episode we had all season, or I I should say all year long, and that was episode 92, Architect. And that's where we kind of went a little after dark. And (laughs) as I said in the description, we let the fur fly in a candid conversation about licensure in the profession of architecture. And, And a little backstory on that episode was... All right, so we normally talk a little bit, kind of what we're doing uh, before each recording, and... We catch up, we talk, we chat. We catch up, yeah, a little bit. And so in this this time, we started talking about licensure and went kind of off, and this was kind <laughs> of intended to really... Went kind of off. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. When we say we, we mean me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I was just ranting and going off and kind of just speaking my mind about the whole, you know, adventure and everything else. Well, that's what this show really is. I mean, this is oh, yeah. like we, we bill it as uh, a water cooler talk. And so you can't always have a nice, happy, rosy conversation that's even... Uh, it, it's it's how are you actually doing in your life? And I think that's a, actually a big part of the show is our audience kind of following with us through our ups and downs and stuff. But let's tell everybody how it happened. So here I am. I'm going off. I'm <laughs> just having a candid conversation with you guys full of colorful word enhancers and things like that. And then, you know, we kind of pause a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, so what are we going to record? And both of you almost 
perfect in sync said, "Oh no, we're done. <laughs> that was it. it. We, we've that recorded. Was it. That like, was the episode." <laughs> All I could think oh, of now, was just now. Like, come on. on, you weren't the only one going off. No, no, I was no. But it was going. I was prodding you along and making you making. It was part of that know. kind of like pre-show rant or pre-show kind of discussion. Yes, totally, yes. totally. I thought I was in my safe zone, and you guys betrayed <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, there was no. Bet- hey, our our listeners apparently loved it. They commented on it more than any episode I think we've ever had. They loved it and they hated it. I mean, it depends on who yeah. who you heard from. But I think that that was well true. It, it's refreshing in a sense that that we're not. No, I think it was great actually. Yeah, yeah, we're not afraid to put something out there that is vulnerable, right? Like this is one of those things where you really are looking beneath the veil and so it's it's raw and it was of the moment and and there it is it, it lives in that in that world and and that, so there were a lot of appreciation shown for that episode and there was also a lot of uh i don't know the opposite <laughs> there was yeah there there was a little bit of the opposite too it was great post show dialogue with everybody you know just kind of Letting them know how they felt or yeah. in agreement or disagreement with it. And that's actually kind of the whole point of it. Right. Let's have the discussion. Let's have the conversation about what's going on in the world of architecture and architects and soon-to-be architects and wannabe architects and students and everybody else. And as we've said in, in, on numerous occasions, if this were around when we were in school, it would have given us such a better perspective of what we were getting ourselves into totally i i was uh funny that it it just came out today there were i I recorded this episode with enix sears of the business of architecture podcast months ago and it just showed up i went live yesterday and i didn't even know it until uh, somebody else tweeted about it but in there it, it it, it was a really good conversation because we talked about behind the scenes of arca speak so you guys should listen to it but it was like ArcaSpeak is, we, we're not trying to present a polished version of what we do. We're trying to present a real version of what we do. Yeah. And, and this is filed directly under that tab. I mean, this is exactly that. And, and yeah. to me, that is one of the best things about this show is that it's not super polished to the point of everything has gone through the spin machine like so much of companies and AIA National that scrutiny that they go through before anything goes out I mean this show is really about that real live architecture talk that everybody has in their offices every day but basically stays within the walls and so I think there's value just like you said Cormac to that for people who are either thinking about going into the profession or for people who have been in the profession for a long time who are tired of everything being so polished and they just want to hear some real talk, or they're just reminded of those conversations that they've had if they're if they're in small firms where, where those things don't happen or if they're in large firms where everything is very clamped down. I mean, it's it's just kind of refreshing. And so I felt like that was one of those episodes that, that is refreshing, like you said, for us to have that conversation out loud um, as a profession. So I, I'm really proud of that. And I'm, I'm glad that we convinced you that that was the episode. <laughs> I'm not sure I had a choice. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest. I mean, convincing well, was, uh, well, we got to go. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, I'm going, going through a tunnel. 
<laughs> Can't hear you click. Yeah, we'll record that later. Well, that that was not the episode to be the first one that you have to learn how to edit because it was very difficult to cut out. You're like, do I cut that? Do I bleep that? What do I? Yeah. You definitely learned your sound effects. I learned a few sound effects. I learned that I didn't know how to limit the volume of the sound effects or that I had to do that because <laughs> some of those beeps were quite loud. So I apologize. Well, they showed the same emphasis as the, uh, as the word they were <laughs> bleeping out. Yeah. Yes, they did. Well, they had to cover it up, right? So Absolutely. And another milestone we had this year was just recently, actually last month, where we had actually four guests on for the episode I Am Arcaspeak, where we had all four guests on to talk about the, the recent f- hubbub about the AIA and their message after the, the recent election. Yeah, and to me, by far, this is the best episode of the year, uh, and yeah. not because of not because of the the issue that you know is really a, a kind of a negative issue or a stain on on the year i think as far as the aia is concerned but uh just because there were so many really smart people behind the mics and it was a really fantastic conversation i couldn't have asked for a better panel of uh, great discussion so i think that it was one of those just it, it just all kind of came together at the right time. Uh, we all had time to kind of think and process the issue before we went on. I mean, we definitely weren't trying to be first to the issue, um, but we we definitely had things to say. And so I felt like it was better for it that we waited a few extra days so that everybody could could be present. And uh, and so it, it's one of those episodes I'm really proud of, and I'm really really happy that we put it out. Yeah, what was great about that is there there were so many kind of backtrackings and, and, and kind of like apologies and all sorts of other things that kind of came out through the process. If we, I think if we jumped on it like immediately, it had that initial visual reaction and then just kind of went with it that way. We let it simmer. And then by letting it simmer, there was so much other stuff added to the pot that... It, it was just, it was the right time to have that conversation. Let it go for a little while. Let's see where it went. And it went and we're like, oh, okay. And what was great about it is it was like one of those conversations that it starts off with you're sitting there at your desk and you kind of like look over at like the guy sitting next to you or something. You're like, man, you're not going to believe this shit. Did you see this? And then somebody else overhears you and they're like, oh man, I heard that. And then everybody just kind of like starts piling into the conversation. And then you have like this really just kind of awesome dialogue going on with just like this small group of people. And that was kind of what that was, is was like, you know, it was, it spilled over and it was just pulling up, you know, it was sucking everybody else into this conversation. I just thought it was fantastic. Couldn't agree more. For those wondering, that would be episode 103 and all of the episodes or Links to things that we mentioned in this episode will all be in the show notes, and you can sign up for those show notes on most any of the pages at arcaspeakpodcast.com, and we will only send you notifications about new episodes, and you'll get that email, and it'll include all of the links. Or if you visit each episode show by going to arcaspeakpodcast.com slash episode slash whichever number you're looking for, 
So this one, of course, would be 105. All of the links for that particular episode will be listed on the website as well. So you can get them in both places, but the best way is to sign up for that newsletter and you'll get that each time an episode goes live. So one of the other episodes we had that uh, I think I have to take a second and maybe explain the title of the episode for, for some people, but it was episode 84 called The Dawn of Pan. And so that episode, I think we recorded that right about the same time that the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice movie had come out. And since that episode kind of surrounded the decision I had made to give up practicing for myself and joining an uh, an architectural firm, I thought it would be kind of a fun play on words, Dawn of Pan instead of Dawn of Justice. I know it's kind of lame, but you know, it was kind of fun to to do that. And I don't think anybody got that. Well, if you listen to the show long enough, you know that we've got a couple of comic book nerds on the show. And um, so it was a, I mean, you and I got it. (laughs) (laughs) We might be the only two. We might have had to explain it to uh, Evan, but, or he would have just actually probably just rolled his eyes, honestly. (laughs) Shaking my head. I think he, I think he just did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you know i mean it was a, it was good it was kind of a it was it felt cathartic yep i was gonna say the same thing that it was a, i mean you were dealing with a lot of stuff that was a that's a that was a huge move and that was something that we knew you were struggling with and just like uh 92 it was good to just kind of let it go yeah 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 and talk about it i mean this is things that lots of people struggle with all the time and it's one of those conversations that gets kind of you know they they don't make it past the threshold because they're sensitive right and so i think it took a lot of guts to put it out there and talk about that kind of stuff and i think it it really probably did help a lot of people uh just understand that situation and and what one way to do it is so i think there was a there was a lot of good feedback on that one as well there was also a lot of bad feedback on that one. <laughs> there was a pattern there too, because my kind of rant and you know the conversation that we had with Neil leaving solo practice and going back to a firm. I mean, th- we had very good, encouraging comments, and then we had those few like extreme. You know, then I think there was some more extreme negative ones. Oh, you're talking about that guy? Yeah, you're talking about that guy on. Uh on LinkedIn, right? Yeah, that troll that just kind of Yeah, I'm not even going to I don't even remember yeah. his name. Yeah, that was pretty bad. He got into name calling and degrading and yeah, that was pretty ugly. Yeah. That may be the way he feels. Great. There's a bit of tact that was missing in that that his response. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but it was uh Yeah. I mean, there are those people out there that just feel that way and that's that's whatever. It was is a good dialogue though i mean i think it was i think it was great to have the conversation about and evan you just said it best i mean we've all all three of us have gone through it all three of us have tried our hands at working solo or working in a two main kind of partnership type thing and just with me it didn't work out bad timing for me and and um and i struggled with it but i wasn't in solo practice long enough to 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 have like the commitments that you had neil and and i knew it was a a pretty rough thing and a pretty rough decision for you so to really kind of have the guts to kind of just put it out there for everybody to kind of hear and and respond to was probably 
to me, probably both nerve wracking and also kind of don't want to sound cheesy, but healing. Yeah. Cathartic. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Very cathartic. It, it, it's again, goes back to what Evan, you mentioned earlier, which was, this is what the show's about. The show's about real architecture and decisions like this, whether you decide to stay in solo practice um, and you can be very successful at it. And some people struggle and there's, there's all different facets of this profession we call architecture. And that was my experience and it's real. And we put it on, you know, we record it and we put it out there and some people appreciate it and other people don't, but that's part of what, you know, doing this show means at least to me. And I think for, for all of us. So it was good. I mean, I'm glad we did it. Yeah. And I look forward to not necessarily doing those types of episodes all the time, but it's it's a lot of fun coming up with the different topics we talk about and putting this show out. I, I think this has been, it's been a, another great year. We're closing in on our, at the end of our fourth year of recording and moving on to our fifth, uh, not quite on the calendar year. I think our first episode came out right around the end of January, the first of February. So we've, we've got a couple more episodes to close out season four yet. Yep. Almost there. So what else? Anything else for 2016? There's one other episode. I picked the top three episodes that has got the most comments. So the third most commented on episode was episode 80, which ironically enough, as I look at the descriptions, I wrote almost the same sentence in both of those descriptions for those episodes. There's at least part of uh, one sentence. It's exactly the same. And what's, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't even realize it until I was just reading it now, but episode 80 was titled F working so hard or F working hard, I guess, uh, is, was the title. And it was basically how hard do you work, uh, so much that you make yourself physically sick? Uh, what is it about this profession that makes us practically kill ourselves and proud that we have done it? And that was, that was another interesting episode. I think we've really kind of spanned quite a, a, a great different topics this year. Uh, and that one's just another one. Yeah, definitely. And and we had some really good comments on that one, uh, whether it's from people who've been working in the profession for a really long time and saying, if you don't love it, uh, or if you if you love it, it's not work. And then there's, there's other people who uh, I definitely commiserate with, you know, going, learn, learning the way, the skills that we do, uh, in, when we're in college to, to deal with, uh, the deadlines and the, the lack of, of sleep and health and stuff that we, we put ourselves through, uh, where, where we question that, right. We question it out loud and we question it, you know, why is this profession that way? So I think that there was a lot of good discussion surrounding, that and just talking out loud about things that we all deal with. You know, this is definitely one of those episodes that that goes head on with one of the things that makes this profession different than a lot of other professions. It's been a good year in that respect, regardless of all of the other dumpster fire stuff that's been happening outside of our recording. Any final thoughts on the year of 2016? Why do we have to lose so many, like, huge names in entertainment i don't know i don't know you're getting old man pan <laughs> you're not far behind okay every episode thanks every a lot episode. you just had to throw that out there didn't you 
Come on, it would be an episode without it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so let me ask you guys: what's uh, what happened to you guys professionally in the year that you reflect on as kind of like a win for you? Evan, you want to start us? I'm trying to think of something in my career. <laughs> well, I mean, both of you guys, I mean, Neil, a huge one, obviously, is, you know, the starting of going and working for another firm. Yep. But to me personally, what I, what I saw is, you know, you kind of went into it, you know, a little, little tentative because it's been a while since you've worked at a firm, but you have familiarity with this particular firm that you're working for. So, you know, you kind of got to jump back in. But what I saw was it's just kind of this evolution and you kind of like regaining your confidence of like, yeah, man, I know what the hell I'm doing. Let me show you. And it was just the more and more we talked about it and more and more the year went on. I mean, you're basically there kind of kicking ass and taking names and delivering projects on time on budget ahead of time you know and things like that so it was just kind of like regaining this i mean because it was a uh, i mean i don't know if you feel like it but I, I felt like it it was kind of a downer for you to kind of have to make that big huge decision and you know and, and I, I i personally felt there was a little bit of a i don't know there was there was some emotional tension for you and and it was just it was great to kind of to me on the sidelines, watch you come out of that funk and just kind of say, Fuck yeah, I'm back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you saw that, but I saw that. Yeah. I don't know if I really did, but I think you described it well. Yeah. Honestly, from a sideline point of view with Evan, you know, I mean, watching you with the recognition of your peers kind of asking you to come and uh, talk at all these different conferences and stuff and kind of really making a name for yourself, both in just the design aspect of things, but also, you know, and how technology is uh, assisting in design and in practice. I mean, you're, you're, you're becoming a thought leader within the profession and to, to kind of watch I mean, everybody, you know, like our, our firm is, is taking baby steps into really getting into, well, I won't really call it baby steps. I think we're taking some pretty good strides into really trying to take the next step within how technology facilitates design and practice. But every time I talk about it, I'm always talking about it as you, as the example of somebody who's basically grabbing a hold of it and running. And so, you know, I'm sitting there watching you guys kind of do, you know, these these amazing things and I'm wondering, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Well, I think Cormac, you and I are in, we're in a similar boat this year where we both went into a different line of the practice and I mean personally with me, I I switched to our higher ed studio. Right. And the camaraderie within the group of people that I work with has made a huge difference in the the output that I'm able to do because uh, I'm really satisfied with I, and I really trust those those people that I work with and that has taken away the burden of the the stress that I used to feel and it's allowed me to to grow in in new ways and and I feel like the projects that I'm working on now uh, have given me the opportunity to do 
really interesting things for me personally, where I, I just can't wait to go work on that stuff when I'm at the office. And then there's all this other stuff that I'm really interested in where I have the freedom and the latitude to spend time, some of my time, really doing it for the betterment of the company. And so when it comes to tech and it comes to the things that I'm really interested in outside of design itself, uh, I, I like having that freedom to to explore that stuff and then to implement it in the best way that we can so that our, our firm can benefit from that. And I think that you, you're not too far away from that as well. You have been working a lot in higher ed. Uh, and when you switched, how long has it been now? Since you switched companies? A year and a few months. Yeah, a little over a year, I was going to say. And I mean, yeah. I, I, there's been a huge difference in in our conversations that we've had since that happened. I mean, that was a big shift for you in a really good way. Yeah. And and I think one of the the biggest things is, is you know, and I, I was explaining this to somebody not too long ago about one of the reasons why I came to I don't know if I've ever actually said where I work, and I know you haven't, or whatever. But I work at a at a fantastic firm called that's based out of Baltimore called Air St. Gross or ASG, and they've got all these different facets of design. It's an employee owned, and I know that we talked about that. But I mean, the difference in both, I guess, my attitude and almost enrichment of my soul has been completely different in the past year and some odd yeah i always promised myself if i was if i started to get to the point where i was hating the profession or was feeling really beat down that it's not just where i work but it's whatever i'm doing to kind of feel that way and it's time for a change and i made that change and most certainly do not regret it and the challenges that i've I mean, I I almost feel a little, I felt a little intimidated coming in there because here's this firm full of like these amazing professionals that everybody seems so invested in what they do and what they know. And they're always trying to push themselves to learn more and things like that. I'm like, wow, these people really take this seriously in a good way. Seriously, not like this the architect movie type way. Not pretentious way. Yeah. yeah, not in the pretentious way, but they really give a damn about what they do. Yep. And from that energy alone, it's just, it's really kind of changed the way I enjoy going into work. I really look forward to what we're going to be doing um, on our projects. And, and I, I love the fact that even at my stage of career, that I'm learning new things. Hell, I'm designing a or I'm working on a design team that we're working on a cryogenics lab for species survival for the National Zoo and the Smithsonian Institute. I mean, how freaking cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Seriously. come on. It's, wow. it's awesome. And just to learn all of the different facets of what does that mean, learn about what they do, and learn about how we contribute to what they do. I mean, it... It's, it's exciting. I mean, they may not necessarily be like these uber glamorous jobs, but the things that we learn from it and grow from it are just amazing. I mean, who the hell knew I was going to be working on a, on a cryogenics lab? Yeah. I mean, really, it's cool. So see, Cormac, the 2016 hasn't been quite the dumpster fire. <laughs> no, then. no. Every dumpster fire has a silver lining. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's your title. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe fireworks started the dumpster fire, and 
they at least look pretty. So, yes, we were good. What, so, what are you guys looking forward to in the um, in the new year? You getting licensed? Moving on. <laughs> oh, the gauntlet's been thrown down. Oh, the gauntlet keeps being thrown down, and we'll we'll come on. Yeah, we won't we won't be having this conversation next year. Nice. I like that. Okay. I like to hear that. Yeah. Well, there, there's mine. What do you got? <laughs> Same. Same. Can I, yeah, can I tag on to hey. that one too? Yeah. <laughs> Same. Consensus. <laughs> In the All episode right. now. <laughs> Drop mic. <laughs> nice. The year of getting my head out right. of my ass. There you there go. There we go. Yeah. It's good. All right. That's. It sounds like a plan. That sounds like a plan. All right. Well, let's wrap up. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm not oh, letting you guys oh. off the hook, though, because I told oh. you guys what I thought was great about your years. I just I just talked and, about yours. And, Come on. And we, and, and, he and just we, talked no, no, about yours. And we had a, a good conversation about my year, but you guys didn't say what was great about your year. All right, all right. I'll, I'll just. I'll... I narrated what your year was. You, you did a nice job too. Thank you. That was. You nice. did a great <laughs> job. I'm. Yeah. I know. There's nothing more to say. The highlight for me, for for my own personal stuff, was just writing writing the book Ari Hacks and just getting that out. Thank you. That's. I mean, because shit. thanks for the softball. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was trying to tee up. That was, uh, I, you know, I started it this time pretty much last year. I started it actually in the car on my Christmas vacation between Christmas and New Year's when I was driving up to the lost coast of California, and uh, and now it's out, and it seems to be well-received, got a lot of great reviews, and uh, and it's one of those things where it's, it's kind of, just like this podcast, it's just my form of mentoring and, and helping the profession get better and stronger and brighter and so i think that um to me that was a huge highlight for the year and it was a ton of work it, i can't believe how much work it was and uh, if anybody's thinking about writing a book we could we should talk because i can give you a lot of tips and shortcuts so that you don't have to go through the pain that i did but uh it felt really good and and even even today you know just having it in my hands is one of those pretty amazing things that you know, I never thought I would do in my whole life and and there it is and so it was one of those really neat things to see actually happen and and to follow through with you know there's a lot of projects that get started and never finished and this is one of those projects that got started and it was really hard to finish but I'm really glad that I did that was a great part of 2016 for me I couldn't leave the highlight show without you talking about your book the highlight Sorry. <laughs> I mean, come on, that that was, it's huge. I mean, that that's amazing. Yeah, thanks. I, I, I'm sitting. Sorry, well, as you were talking, I was, I'm sit down and record this in my basement with all of my you know architectural titles surrounding me and stuff like that, and I can look and see all of these different books with all of these different star architects and things like that, and sitting right next to all of those books is one by my friend. It's just amazing. Well, that's nice. Thanks. Really cool. Neil. Neil. What you got, Neil? You going to call me out <laughs> to now? You don't have to. Okay. I, I think. No, no, I, I will. There's a couple of things. One, and, and it's not necessarily in 
our profession, but I, I've really enjoyed learning how to edit this show. When we started this show, I mean, Evan did all of the editing because he had the, he had the experience of doing some of that. And, and we kind of leaned on him to do that. And we really took a huge advantage of him for several years because it's a huge undertaking, but I really enjoyed learning how to edit in in logic and kind of going through the process. So that to me has been just a, a, a skill that I've enjoyed learning. And I think the other thing from a professional aspect is being back in a firm. And as you mentioned, a firm that I have some history with as well. I think I've, I you know, finally maybe have learned what I like doing and maybe what I don't like doing coming back and working there again, having to do some things I don't necessarily like and probably noticing the things that I do enjoy doing. And so my goal in 2017 is to try and work at positioning myself so that I can do more of the things that I like doing in the office and a little less of the things I don't enjoy doing. Probably have one of those uh, intern people uh, do all that stuff I don't like doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Well, it shows, I think this has happened to all of us in the last 12 or 12 plus months that that it makes a huge difference finding the right fit. Yeah. And you can spend a lot of time in your career trying to find the right fit, but when you do, it it makes a huge difference. And so like like Neil was not happy with the situation that he had, so he changed it. And same thing with you, Cormac. You were not happy with the situation you had, so you changed it. And for the better. I mean, and luckily, it, yeah. it worked out really well for both of you guys. And I think, you know, same thing for me, switching to a, a studio with just a different set of projects and a different set of people. And, you know, it's not to say anything bad, but it's it's like I really just needed a change. And that happens to people. And so it shows the power of taking that into your own hands and, and doing something with it and not just living somewhere that makes you unhappy or sometimes even miserable, uh, you can you can do something about it. But finding that and searching for it, not giving up until you find it, is an important lesson to learn. And it makes a huge difference in what you're able to do with your career. So it's all it's all good. I'm glad it, that that's all happened in 2016 for, for all of us. And I, and I hope that that is the case for a lot of our listeners, too. I know that there's a lot of talk about people moving around. This is one of those times where it's still doing really well out there and it it is the employees marketplace uh, so yeah. there's there's lots of opportunities out there if you're hungry and and willing to put yourself on the line and and go fight for it and i think that there's there's just i, I can't recommend enough if you are not happy you should really do something about it so it makes a huge difference in in everybody's outlook and it really affects the people around you too very true well, I think that's a good way to wrap up this episode, don't you think? Yep, sounds good. Yeah, there's one other good thing that happened. What? I was promoted to associate. Nice. <laughs> Yay! That's awesome. I'm going to give my own little self-plug there. Yeah, good job. I just thought that the one thing that I've been looking for in probably in the more recent years is just kind of really like a home that values the work that we do. I mean, again, not to really kind of talk bad about the past, but I've worked for firms that I've known people that worked for the firm for 13 years, for 15 years that dedicated their lives and, and, 
everything to making the success of the firm. It was never really rewarded for it, never really recognized for it. And there was no encouragement for younger staff or or staff that had been there for 15 years. And and it's nice to be in a place that kind of values who you are and what you do and what you can bring to the table. And that kind of just feeds off of what you were just talking about is look for the place that fits you best. Yeah, and well-deserved, man. I'm really, really proud of you for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. All right, so there's a good ending right there. Before we go, let's make sure we give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode because without them, it would make this a lot more difficult. Yep. The fourth member of the ArcaSpeak team. That's right. Arcat. Yes. Thank you very much to Arcat. Make sure you visit them at ARCAT.com and let them know that you heard about them on ArcaSpeak because that helps them. It helps them help us, and we all want to help each other at this time of year. So with that, just want to remind everybody, if you're looking for our catalog of episodes now, which is now 105 deep, visit our website at arcaspeakpodcast.com. And we apologize for some of the earlier episodes, the audio we were just learning. (laughs) So I'll forewarn you about that. We were babies. We had to learn to walk. That's right. So also, too, just a reminder, sign up for the newsletter over on the right-hand side of our page, and that'll give you uh, an email with links to everything we mentioned in the episode. And between episodes over the holidays even, continue this conversation by leaving us comments either at the site or over on our Facebook page or on Twitter. We'll be tweeting, I'm sure, throughout the holidays. So go ahead and check us out there. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We do appreciate everything. And also, too, just a final reminder, if you can visit iTunes over the holidays, buying your movies and everything with those iTunes gift cards, launch over to the podcast section and leave a review about the show. That really helps us and pushes us up the ladder there a little bit to uh, get our show noticed a little bit more so we appreciate that and happy holidays to everyone and thanks again for listening all right thanks guys see ya and don't forget there's an arca speak store oh yeah so if you're looking for that last minute gift for your architect friends head on over to the store we'll have a link in the show notes yeah i think if you go to arcaspeakpodcast.com slash store it'll get you there and pick yourself up a mug all right bye bye have a great year and we're out You can start now, or you can hang your head in despair. The only road will take you there. They may tell you that you'll never recover, baby. I'm